This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 14th of November. Hilton Australasia. That's the Asia-Pacific arm of the famous hotel chain. Yep. They are looking for new staff members, Jazzy Boy. Okay. But rather than a traditional resume and CV, they're asking for a 30 to 60 second video <laughs> on TikTok. They reckon it's a better test for customer service roles than a CV. And I'm wondering, is this the future? Fluxan, <laughs> make sure you click the follow or subscribe button to always be on top of the latest business news. Because from November 20th, we'll be mixing it up with three episodes a week on a Monday, on a Wednesday, and a Friday. We'll continue to have you covered all through those three days, as well as plenty more content in the Flux app. Three enlightening stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first. Seven West Media has entered the chat for ARN Media Ooh. by acquiring nearly 20% of the company out of nowhere. Just picturing Seven West storming into the ARN offices, but surely that's not how it happens, so tell me more. Well, not quite, Jazzy Boy. Mm-hmm. Bit of background for you. ARN Media is the company behind the radio stations like Kiss FM. That's the home of Kyle and Jackie O. Also, ARN Media is the company behind the iHeart Radio brand here in Australia. Now, B-Man, a few weeks ago, we spoke on the pod about the potential merger between ARN Media and Southern Cross Osteria. The same Southern Cross Osteria. That's the owner of Triple M. Mm -hmm. And the plan was to create a powerhouse radio network with Kiss and Triple M. But, Jazzy Boy, clearly Seven West didn't read the playbook Mm -hmm. because over the weekend, they acquired a 19.9% stake in ARN Media. And Seven West is the company behind the Seven Network. Okay, Jazzy Boy. So Seven now owns 19.9% and News Corp owns 13% of ARN Media. And then Southern Cross Osterio wants a slice too. And with so many big personalities in the room, mm-hmm. it might become hard for anyone to get the outcome they're looking for here. So what is the key learning? In the business world, having multiple powerful companies as stakeholders can be a double-edged sword. On the one hand, these influential investors can provide valuable resources and also support. On the other, conflicts can arise especially if they have divergent views or interests. And Brett, when powerful stakeholders have these divergent views or interests, it can lead to a stalemate. And that means making strategic decisions like agreeing on a buyer, mm-hmm. that can become incredibly challenging. Now, B-Man, it's pretty clear that the proposed merger between Southern Cross Osterio and ARN won't go ahead now based on its previous terms. For our second story, ANZ Bank has achieved a record profit for the last financial year. And I'm talking not five bill, not six bill, but over seven billion dollars. This is juicy McGavin B man so (laughs) tell me what's up. Well ANZ Bank is the fourth of the big four banks to announce their full year results for the last financial year. Westpac's net profit just under 7.2 bill. Combank's net profit you might remember more than 10 billion dollar doodahs. NAB's net profit 7.7 billion dollars. And now ANZ has clocked in a record 7.4 bill. Wow. But B man despite this record result investors are pretty concerned about ANZ's future. Yep. During COVID ANZ kind of dropped the ball on the mortgage mm-hmm. game and lost serious market share. So now ANZ is coming back with a vengeance to reclaim their spot in the mortgage game. And that's meant undercutting the other mm-hmm. banks, impacting ANZ's own net interest margin. And forcing the other banks to cut their margin too. So what is the key learning here? There's a delicate balance between market share growth and profitability in the banking sector. You see, B-Man, for a bank like ANZ to grow market share, it needs to have a pretty compelling offer. And by offer, generally we mean low interest rates on their home But when their interest rate is lower than competitors, it means their margin is also squeezed. But Jazzy Boy, the growing market share seems to be working. ANZ added more than $11 billion in home loans just over the last six months. But it's also saw its net interest margin drop by 0.1%. Sounds small, but at that size, it big. And this is exactly what's making investors concerned. And this is exactly why its share price dropped nearly 4% yesterday. Because investors don't want to see another race to the bottom. For our third and final story, DP World 
the biggest port operator in Australia has been hit with a cyber attack that brought their Australian operations to a halt. Oh, first the Optus outage, now this. So what is the story here? Well, DB World is the global Dubai headquartered logistics company and yes, the biggest port operator in Australia. They look after 40% of Australia's container shipments through Sydney and Melbourne, Brizzy and Frio as well. We are talking everything from, say, furniture yep. to food to medical supplies. Yep, the company you've never heard of that actually does so, so much for you. <laughs> Should be their tagline. Uh-huh. Now, baby, DP World was hit with a cyber attack on Friday that brought their operations to a complete stop. What this means is up to 30,000 shipping containers were stuck at their ports in Australia wow. and imports and exports were frozen. Thankfully now, DP World has restarted some of their operations, but at a much lower capacity. And this supply shock has got some people getting twitchy about inflation increasing further. So what is the key learning here? A supply shock happens when there's a sudden increase or decrease in the supply of an important product or service. And this supply shock can have major economic flow-on effects. Just an example for you, Jazzy Boy, with the holiday season coming up, there's a fear that this supply shock could lead to less stock hitting our shelves. And we know what happens when less stock hits our shelves. The prices of goods generally go up. Simple supply and demand. And man, if the price of goods go up, it may increase our inflation number. Which could encourage the RBA to consider another interest rate rise in December. Fluxam, just another reminder that from November 20th, next Monday, we'll be mixing things up with three episodes a week on a Monday, on a Wednesday, and a Friday to make sure we still have you covered. And the splendid news is this means much, much more content mm-hmm. in the Flux app. Do you love business news? Do you love personal finance tips and tricks? It's all in the Flux app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.